Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So on this episode of the podcast, I'd like to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Friyan Sunawala, a second-year student in our class of 2019. I recently sat down with Friyan to talk a little bit more about her background, why she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to Darden, and what she's enjoyed about her experience so far. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Friyan Sunawala. Friyan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Fred. All right. So tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you? Where are you from? Uh, what brought you to Darden? Sure. So I uh, grew up in Muscat, Oman in the Middle East and uh, was a UVA undergrad, graduated in 2010 and uh, worked in New York for seven years before Darden. I was uh, in the financial services industry, most recently spent uh, the past four and a half years working for a hedge fund under the Tiger Management umbrella. And um, after working for seven years and just sort of evaluating my next steps, realized that I was perhaps a step removed from direct investing experience that I wanted at the fund and sort of led me to decide if a new job was an option or potentially evaluating going back to school. And um, after speaking with several people, mentors, uh, co-workers, realized that uh, an MBA at that point in life was probably a good idea and decided to move forward with the whole research process. And here I am. That's right. Here you are. So um, you knew Charlottesville. You knew the University of Virginia. How did you think about, you know, coming back to UVA? So I had a terrific four years as an undergrad. Uh, I thought that Charlottesville and UVA specifically was a very transformational experience for me. Leaving home for the first time for such an extended period of time was um was a gamble, I guess, that we were taking in some sort, being so far away from home. But it uh, was very transformational, both from an academic standpoint, but also from a leadership development standpoint for me. And um, I definitely wanted to take that a step further with my MBA program. I was a little hesitant about duplicating the process by coming back to Charlottesville. But um, being a pretty involved alum, I saw how much Charlottesville had transformed from becoming this buzzing city with the great downtown vibe and just the university continuing to be very impressive. Um, felt that Darden would be a new experience for me, but still give me that overarching, amazing UVA support system and resources that uh, I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, did you visit before before you came? Yes, most definitely. Yeah. So that was something that actually tipped the scales as I was going through the process. So I was very keen on looking at programs that had the residential MBA program aspect to it and just seeing uh, the impact of being in a city where that revolves around a university. You have a very immersive experience and can take advantage of a lot more resources that the university has to offer. And so um, I was very particular to do as many classes class visits for schools as possible. And uh, I'd say just coming to my class visit at Darden tipped the scales heavily in Darden's favor. Just the energy of the professors and the way they would orchestrate the class, the level of engagement from students where you had to be an active participant and just couldn't get by being passive. And um, just the daily exercise in developing thoughtful recommendations to business cases was something that stood out to me. Did you think at all about the case method? You know, had some conversations with folks. Some people, as prospective students, they sort of grappled with, like, it seems hard, it seems challenging. Was that something that you thought through? Yeah, I think it was something that definitely made me nervous at first because I was 
a very nervous public speaker. And that's something that I also thought I would need to improve on as I progressed further in my career. And just even attending class and just seeing A, what a good job the professors do in trying to get varying opinions, but B, how you are forced to get more comfortable on a day-to-day basis with um, getting in there, you know, forming your recommendations and just sharing perspectives from students that, you know, come from such different backgrounds. And so the case method definitely was sort of anxiety provoking in the beginning because it is a little daunting. But I also think that in the comfort of your section, um, it is a great opportunity to just um, strengthen certain skills. So let's talk about your your first year. Um, maybe before we get to that point, how'd you spend the summer before you started? So I actually worked right up until I started Darden. So I continued to work and um, travel for a bit. So I was in Madrid for uh, about a week or two before Darden, which was nice. And then I moved to Charlottesville and did the Darden Before Darden program, which I thought was hugely helpful just to get back into that academic frame of mind after being removed from, you know, the academic environment for seven years. And um, I also thought it was a helpful exercise in just beefing up certain skills, whether it was accounting, Excel, strategy, and just um, getting into that frame of mind. So um, that's what I did uh, right before Darden. Well, that trip to Madrid sounds, sounds pretty nice. It was and then, terrific. And then school started and you had your first year. And I think um, at least uh, hear from students a lot that the first, you know, first few months just getting adjusted to school, the learning curve can be pretty, pretty steep. What did that feel like? It was a whirlwind. Um, you know, your emotions are sky high. You have good days, bad days. You're happy, crying. Like it's just insane. But uh, I think through that roller coaster, it is a very intentional core program that's meant to be intense. But in retrospect, I also think Darden did a really good job of providing us with hidden buffers, whether it was, you know, the learning team, whether it was access to professors, whether it was tutoring, OSA and student affairs. I feel that um, despite, you know, the, the sort of yeah, whirlwind of emotions and the intensity of the core program and the rigor of the program, um, I think it is a daily exercise in prioritization that sort of mimics the real world. And I think that they did a terrific job of that. But it was definitely an intense first year. When did you start to feel like you kind of had a grasp on things? I don't know if you ever really do. Like even as a second year now with a slightly more relaxed schedule or where I'm in control of my schedule, I think it's still, you know, an exercise in trying to get comfortable with the the matter, the subject matter, which is always challenging, trying to still develop thoughtful opinions, um, you know, and elevate the level of classroom discussion. So I don't really think that you ever really master it, so to speak. And I think that that's sort of, I guess, the beauty of the program is that constant learning right up until you graduate. Yeah, that's the idea. And then maybe even beyond graduation. So um you know, we're recording this in, in late January when our first-year students are pretty heavy in the recruitment process. Um, you had mentioned that you came from a financial services background. You had a pretty specific career goal. Um, how did you manage that part of being a business school student with everything that you had to do academically? Yeah, so I think that's part of the rigors of the Darden program is that in addition to, you know, strong academic standards that you're held up to, um, you ha- you're thrown into the loops of recruiting pretty much on day one. And so I think it is helpful um, to go 
to as many information sessions and hear as many companies as possible, but then try and quickly narrow down a couple of areas of interest that you're able to just wholly immerse yourself in and um, and recruit for. So I had decided pretty early on that I was interested in investment banking. I'd had the opportunity to be on the buy side, uh, but never on the sell side and just see how M&A deals are actually uh, worked on and come together. And so I thought that analysis uh, would actually be helpful for my growth. And so I started rec- going through the recruiting process for investment banking and then uh, received an offer from Evercore uh, in November and um, committed to that program. So I had a great summer with them and will be going back full time. Nice. So um, how does your learning team help you? I think one of the things that I hear a lot about is that sort of this community approach to learning, right? You mm-hmm. got your section your learning team. You have all these people that are there to support you. And uh, maybe one of the things our listeners may not know so much about is how sections have re- these really I- core identities, right? Mm-hmm. You got colors, you got nicknames. Um, what, what section were you? So I was section D. Um, and we are, like all sections, I think, believe that we're the closest knit section. And I think there's a lot of friendly competition, which is a lot of fun. But I think the beauty of, you know, getting divided into five sections is that over the core, over the sort of course of your core program, you really get close to all your classmates. You develop a sense of comfort with them. And then I think they are your real champions as you go through the process. So they are there to support you in class, out of class. They are your friends through all your ups and downs. And I think that sort of experience uh, really defines your first year and even now your second year. So I think that was hugely helpful in just getting acclimated to this new environment. And then your learning team is sort of your core sort of day-to-day team that gets together every evening to study cases for the next day. And I think just given, again, you know, trying to balance academics and recruiting from the get-go, having a learning team that divides and conquers the work but not only that goes a step further and invests the time to make sure that everyone is understanding concepts that we may not be that clear on is hugely helpful. And so I think at Darden, the learning is self-learning by yourself, with your learning team, and then again in the classroom. And so I think you have a very rich learning experience through those iterations. How do you feel like the core experience helped you in your summer? Uh, I think sometimes we hear that, that that sort of general enterprise focus. You draw from that a lot. Um, but I'm curious. Uh. So I think so- someone had mentioned this before, Darden, that, you know, a lot of why you should pursue your MBA is not necessarily only to get your quantitative skills because a lot of what you learn is on the job. And I noticed that where we had a very rigorous training program and a lot of what we ended up doing was just on-the-job learning. But I think where the Darden experience sort of really came in handy or was an asset was just the way we conducted ourselves in teams. So just the comfort of working with seniors, working with analysts who are your juniors, managing up, managing down, managing deadlines, which we do on a day-to-day basis at Darden. It was those sort of qualitative aspects or soft skill aspects that really differentiate Darden students, I think, in general, the ability to not be afraid to ask questions, to be very mindful of the environment that you're in, to manage teams. There are all these sort of myriad, you know, aspects that come into play. And I think without you realizing, you know, you are demonstrating your learnings from Darden um, on the job. 
So you're now in your second year. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of choose your own adventure, right? You can do any number mm-hmm. of different things. You can be really, really busy. You can be maybe a little bit less busy. So how are you choosing to spend your time? So I actually got married in December. So the first part of my second year was heavy into wedding planning. Uh, but now that that's behind us, we are just looking forward to taking advantage of life in Charlottesville, which I am obsessed with. Uh, I think the pace of life and the several opportunities, both within the UVA sort of ecosystem and then also Charlottesville are just, you know, um, the the variety is just insane. So I think I'm excited to just continue to visit a few of the historical institutions that I haven't as yet. And I think maybe we don't do enough justice to that. Um, I am looking to attend a lot more of the lectures that we have the opportunity to both at Darden as well as at UVA. Um, UVA's um, Charlottesville's food scene is up and coming and terrific. So that's something that I love taking advantage of. But yeah, just I think soaking up the Darden resources that you maybe don't get to take advantage of as your first year, you know, attending a lot of club events, attending speaker series, getting more and more ingrained with um, a lot of your club activities is something that I'm excited about as well. And you're involved with the Darden Student Association. Yes. So I am uh, the Darden Student Association's VP of International Student Affairs. So I serve as a liaison between the Darden administration and our international students. And it is an incredible opportunity to try and identify pain points about um, some of the aspects that international students may be struggling with or, you know, have some anxiety about or having trouble acclimating with certain things and what we can work with the administration to kind of resolve that or what are some of the resources that we can provide students uh, to enhance their Darden experience. Uh, So that's been extremely fulfilling and just an awesome opportunity to try and see how we can better the Darden student experience for them. I... um, I've also been a portfolio manager for the Darden Capital Management. Um, so that is a pretty awesome student-led opportunity that allows about 25 students to manage a portion of Darden's endowment. And uh, I am on the Long Short Hedge Fund. And so that has gotten me closer to that direct investing experience that I was looking for. And, um, yeah, just, you know, part of several clubs that are just um, have been awesome to be a part of. What led you to... Uh serve in this capacity with the DSA? I'm I'm curious, um, what motivated you? Yeah, so I, um, when I was a student at UVA undergrad, uh, sort of was leaving home for the first time and was definitely overwhelmed with acclimating to a very new academic system, uh, as well as just a new culture and the way classes were conducted or just small things that definitely took me my full, full four years before I truly got comfortable with it. And um, I had the luxury of being in the U.S. for seven years after to get even more comfort with certain aspects, whether it's culture or academics or learning. And I feel like I wanted to try and serve as best of a support system that I could for the international students, identifying how they're doing, um, what we can do better to sort of serve them. And I think it's a work in progress. Um, you know, there's never a perfect solution for this. And we have several challenges, um, you know, whether it's visa or employment and things like that that continue to be challenging. But how can we provide resources to uh, assist in any way possible? So, um that has probably been a highlight of my two years at Darden. Yeah, it sounds like you're really, really passionate about being an advocate for students. Most definitely. I think it's uh, – and the beauty of the Darden sort of student-led governance is something that allows you to do that. So what's been the most surprising thing 
about your Darden experience so far? I think the most surprising thing has been the the hidden ways in which Darden has trained us. Like I said, you know, just ways in which you don't realize how much you've grown throughout the two years. Um, that was displayed during my internship. It's displayed, you know, in meetings where I sit with the administration on a weekly basis uh, as part of my role at DSA. Just you know, it's not just your sort of very obvious, like, oh, quantitative skills or strategy skills, but the more sort of hidden soft skills that you learn to demonstrate as a leader, that's been pretty surprising uh, to the upside. Is that something you expected to have a lot of opportunity to sharpen? Uh, I think it? that's something that I was pretty intentional about coming into the program, because again, I feel like a lot of what you can learn, you know, to apply to your job can be learned on the job or through training. But I think just cultivating a mindset that the general management program does where it teaches you to just think beyond, you know, if you're in a marketing class, you're not just thinking about marketing, but strategy and finance and how that all comes together. And I think that integration is something that um, I was keen to get out of Darden because I think that was the beauty of the general management program was this exposure um, and organic integration of different subject matter. And I think um, that's something that I think we're all pretty intentional about imbibing. So, obviously, a prospective students that listen to the podcast, um, what advice would you have for them? What would you want them to know about Darden? I think um, the best way to just understand the magic of the Darden program is to try and visit if you can. Uh, I think a classroom visit really puts into perspective everything that I mentioned about, you know, the way classes are conducted, the way you are acting like a business manager on a day-to-day basis, the collaboration among students. Um, I think that is truly very, very obvious when you come to a classroom discussion. If you don't have the opportunity, if perhaps if you're an international student who doesn't have the opportunity to come visit, reach out to our students. We are available 24-7 to make ourselves available to talk through any questions that they have, uh, be it about, you know, acclimating to UVA, what Charlottesville's like, what the program is all about. And um, I think that is sort of another very valuable resource is just the current student perspective. So, you know, reach out to us. We have student ambassadors on the website that are always available. So I think that's something that really um, is, is a good way to get comfort with the program. That's right. No, no better way to get the student perspective than yeah. talking with actual students. Yeah. Well, Freon, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure having you on the podcast. No, no. Thank you for having me. And that was my conversation with Freon Sunawala, a second-year student in our class of 2019. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at darden at virginia.edu. And until next time, thanks for listening.